Recovery Warriors, I'm Julie. And I'm Lisa, and you're listening to Two Sober Chicks. Welcome back! Yay! We just want to say that we have missed being in, in studio. Yes, we have. Together. Julie's life is so goddamn busy. <laughs> now Fucking school. She's back at school, and, and I work shift work, so imagine us trying to meet up to do these. So you know that this really is a labor of love because we are continuing to make it happen, even though we have all this other shit going on. Um, Right off the bat, I want to say hi to maybe Shauna. (laughs) Who I think we pronounced her name Sienna. Well, we did. Sienna. Sienna. I don't know how I got that. But anyway, it's S-E-A-N-A. Sorry, Sienna. (laughs) So if that's you, please tell us how to pronounce your name. Shauna. Sienna, whatever. Sorry, I fucked that up. And have you reached out to anybody yet? Have you made that phone call? We're waiting to find out. Inquiring minds need to know. Also want to say hi to Kitty Hawk from, um, was it Adelaide? Adelaide, Australia. Yes. Amazing. I do not want to try to do an Australian accent because I will (laughs) offend my Aussie friends. Sisterhood. Um, And brethren. We have to keep reminding ourselves that dudes listen to this podcast as well. We love you dudes. Thanks for listening. Especially me. (laughs) Okay, settle down. It's not that type of show. <laughs> it's not Tinder. We're not swiping right on any of this. Call in if you're single. Julie is too. <laughs> oh, boy. But we don't have a phone number. Now you really fucked with them. <laughs> They're going to be upset. Um, Kitty Hawk. She says that she just wants to say how grateful she is for the podcast. We're she- grateful for you. And she's new to AA, and she's been listening every morning for the last two weeks. So that's amazing. Congratulations. Stay, sister. Stay. I want to know um, I want to know what milestone you're at now. So if you're celebrating, and you, listening, hey, you, <laughs> if you're celebrating a, a sobriety milestone, and you'd like us to give you a shout out. We would love to. Love it. Love it. By so, the way, Lisa and I are coming up on five years. I'm five years this month, October 22nd. Congratulations. Thank you. Bestie Sharon will mm-hmm. be five years next month. Then yes. in December we have... Ashley. Your wife. My wife. Five years. And then in January we have... Oh, me. You. <laughs> five yes, years. Five years. And uh, also this month, three years, is Sister Sarah. That's right. She's celebrating hers soon as well. So yeah, shouts out to everybody. We... One of our friends asked us what we were going to put on our medallion. That was an interesting conversation. You know what you're going to put on yours? I can't remember now what I said. I already, I've, I gave, I gave mine to um, the so, secretary mm-hmm. of our group two days ago. Yeah. And it's the word go. All right. So tell us about and that. And she said, as in ego. <laughs> I said, no, it was in God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, I put go. Hey, that's interesting. You said that the other day and I thought that's, that's pretty cool. That would be a wonderful thing to say. When you came in, it was ego and yeah. went through working the steps every day. It's now become God. God. Let go. And the show ends right there. Thanks so much for coming out. <laughs> I put go because at the end of every year, I pray for two things. One is how much I'm supposed to tithe to my church, which Christians listening will know what that means. And the second one is I ask for God to give me a word for the next year coming up. And I've had love, I've had glory, I've had reach, and now this year was go. And I don't know what it means at the time. I'm just sure that the word that's been given to me is a word given to me from God. Kind of like a prophecy or I don't really know. An affirmation and assurance. And go has been my word for this year. And it has been so true for me in every sense it's basically been my marching orders 
Um, I applied to seminary. I'm now in seminary. It had to do with the word go. But also there's a part in the big book. I think it's page 105. I don't know what the page is. But it talks about now that you're recovered, you go and you bring the message to other alcoholics. And then there's also a biblical verse from Isaiah where God asks, who will I send? And Isaiah says, I will go. So all of those things come together for me and they show me that my life, my recovery, my religiousness, my spirituality all comes together in my life of recovery in harmony. And that's why that means so much to me. And that's what I want on my medallion. I don't think it's 105 because that's to the wives. (laughs) Go in the kitchen and make me something to eat. I'll tell you because I have it written down. Okay. While you're looking for that, I am just going to make reference to that, to the wives, because this is a topic that came up in discussion with uh, a sponsee and myself the other day. And the question was, and it's interesting because this sponsee is a man. And the question was, but doesn't the language of the big book bother you? Like that whole section to the wives and and, uh, all the reference how they say it's not a religious program, but then God is mentioned throughout the whole big book and um and my answer was it did bother me in the beginning because I was sick (laughs) and I was still trying to control everything people around me circumstances and I thought that I was right my way was better um that I knew you know if only the book had been written this way then it would reach more people and you know the language and how outdated is that and what I learned over time and sticking around in the program was that that was one of my character defects, mm-hmm. control, thinking that if things were different, if only things were different, um, then uh, life would be better for me. So what this taught me is that it doesn't really matter um, if the language is outdated. I just remind myself it was written in 1939 by two white dudes who were probably Christian And that's okay because it tells me how to get and stay sober. And that's what I want from this book. That's the most important thing. And I can change the, I can change the language in my head to make it relate to me. And the part that they have changed, this is why there's a first forward and a second forward and all these things is because they've added new stories to represent that um, the members of Alcoholics Anonymous are ever changing mm-hmm. and ever expanding. I mean, when they first started, it was mostly white men, mm-hmm. you know, and it says, oh, we would not normally hang together. My sponsee said, yeah, that banker and that mechanic probably wouldn't normally mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, you know, the CEO and the guy who works at the hardware store and the lesbian and the straight Christian girl hanging out doing podcasts. So yeah. it, it has changed and the language is not that important to me. What is important is the message of recovery. Well, and I think we identify that we are the stumbling blocks a lot to our own recovery. So it's my issue with the language that is going to be my stumbling block. And I said in a previous podcast, like I was told, woman, if that is what is going to prevent you from getting this program, you've got bigger problems. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Our egos get in the way. So, you know, when I read mankind do I think it excludes women no but am I also going to let the language prevent me from hearing a message I'm not going to if you have a chip on your shoulder you sure as fuck are (laughs) so I got over that pretty quick yes I needed to or else I would die um that's interesting that that what you just said there reminded me of a podcast I heard the other day um Oprah was interviewing some I don't know who she is some reverend or something and um she said one of the basic 
she felt the most of our problems come from one base problem. And that base problem is that we forget that we are a part of the source. We are all part of God. Mm. And that's why we can do these horrible things to each other. Yes. And that's why we see race and color and sexual orientation. And we see each other as separate. That's exactly, I think she's talking to Ianla Van Zandt because that's like my spiritual mama. That's what she says. That's the name. I couldn't pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> she yes. said that our biggest problem is that we believe we are separate from ourselves, separate from God. And that allows me to say, I don't like you because you're gay and you're different than me. Mm-hmm. Instead of we are two human beings and we are in a sisterhood and a brotherhood and a humanhood. We're part of yep. humanity. And we were, if you are a believer, and we were created by this all magnificent, powerful being, and we should be allies, not enemies. Mm -hmm. And what was the other thing she said? Something about, um, and I think she was quoting someone else, the enemy lies within. Okay. Which that really spoke to me too, because it it reminded Mm. me of my mental disease of alcoholism, which, you know, tells me I can drink when I know really that I can't. Um, tells me that people are talking about me when they're probably talking about the fucking weather, but because they glance my way, I'm like, why are they laughing at me? Yeah. You know, weird shit like that. We're so us focused, self-centered. What is it in our book? Self-seeking, self-centered and... Self-pity? Self-seeking, self-centered. Selfish, whatever Selfish to the core. All selfish. All self, self, self. I could really relate to Dexter, you know, that television show Dexter? (laughs) Yep. Not because I have bodies hidden anywhere. (laughs) that you know because they seek vengeance in a very bloody way (laughs) but because of that one phrase that he used all the time his dark passenger oh i like that and that is um kind of how i um identify my alcoholism is my dark passenger my dark passenger is that part of my brain that feeds me fiction yeah. Um, the, you know, blows things out of proportion and tells me people are out to get me and the world is set against me and everything's so hard. And, you know, if you had my problems, you'd drink too. That's, yeah. that's my dark passenger. I have a fucking asshole present dark passenger too. I was talking about it with bestie Sharon when she dropped me off after a meeting the other day, I said, you know, every night that I go to bed, I'm like, I'm not going to go to school tomorrow. And every morning when I wake up, I'm like, I'm not going to class tomorrow. I'm going to call in sick. And she's like, really? That surprises me about you. I said, no, but you don't understand. And I guess I can call it the dark passenger. Mm -hmm. The dark passenger, all it wants is for me to isolate, be slothful, not shower, not eat. Like it's a very real part of my personality. Mm -hmm. But then there's this other side of me that's like, I want to go. I want to learn. I'm so grateful for life. I love God. I want to do this. I want to do that. And there's always a battle between the two. Yeah. And there's a difference between the dark passenger saying, isolate, isolate. And the light passenger saying, we just need some solitude and some time on our own. So it's something I battle with constantly. Mm-hmm. That's going to lead us into another topic. Ooh. We were, we were going to talk about this. But wait but a second. We'll save you don't... For a, yeah, we'll save that for the next podcast. You but... don't have something. Oh, so on the it's You're... on page 102. 102. All right. You have it underlined. Well, I knew it was in working with others. Yeah, it's on the, yeah, 102, it says, your job is to be at the place where you may be of maximum helpfulness to others. So never hesitate to go Mm. anywhere if you can be helpful. Wow. That's so good. That is good. And that can, that can be, um, I mean, they used to go into bars in early AA. What? Yeah, they used to go into bars and sit down and talk to people who were drinking. Silent recruiters. It's a little extreme for me. That's but. a little extreme for me too. Um, 
But it's also for me, that's a reminder to keep coming back and keep, you might have 15 years sobriety, 20 years sobriety. And people will say, well, why do you still come to meetings? Are you that fucked up? And I think that line there explains it all. Go to where you may be of maximum service and use. If I'm not going to AA meetings, who who the fuck am I going to help? Yeah. You know? So... Well, I know on my last medallion, my one-year medallion, I wrote, thank you for showing me who I am. Mm -hmm. And for me, AA showed me who I was, but then they removed all the barriers to my higher power. So now I am suitable to go out and be of maximum service. Not to say you can't be of service on day one, but for me, in order to fulfill my purpose as I know it to be today, I can't have any barriers. So AA is directly responsible for me pursuing my calling because of that. And because of that, I will never stop being grateful that they were the first line for me. I didn't like it when AA showed me who I truly was. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was a really good person who was humble, gave to charity, you know, that made me not selfish. Mm -hmm. And then I did those fucking steps (laughs) and I realized I was a selfish, self-centered fucking asshole. (laughs) But it gets better. So keep coming back, stick around, because then, you know, you keep working the steps and then you find out that... You don't have to be the way you were. Yeah. That the change can come. So um, do you have, you don't know what you're I do. on your medallion? Oh, that's I what wrote it reading. down. Okay, good. And it's funny because I've had, you know, a few one-year medallions. And then I look back and think, I can't believe I put, I fucking put that on my medallion. <laughs> <laughs> One was um, perturbation. <laughs> what? Perturbation. Why would you ever want to be perturbed and furthermore put it on a chi- on a chip? Yeah. Um. If I'm saying it right, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but that it, I looked it up and what it meant was the process. And I don't know how I heard about this fucking word, but anyway, I put it on a one year medallion, and it was, um, the process of a lump of coal becoming a diamond. Oh. And that process is, you know, there's so much compression and pressure on it. Okay. That through that great pressure, it then becomes something beautiful and great. Oh, because to me, perturbed means to be disturbed about something. Yeah, to be pissed off. So that's That's probably more, you know, that was probably more fitting. (laughs) No ego in that one-year medallion (laughs) at all. I am now something beautiful. (laughs) I have used to be a lump of coal and now I'm a diamond. I've gone through so much shit. That's right. And then I went out and relapsed again. So, Uh, you know. Then you're really perturbed. Yes, I was. So anyway. I don't know exactly what I'm going to put on my five-year medallion, but this is the the note that I had written um, when our friend Karen asked us. And it was uh, the quote, that of myself, I was nothing. Mm. Um, my first medallion has courage on it. I thought it had taken so much courage to get, courage to get where I was. Uh, my second one-year medallion, five years later, <laughs> read perturbation. <laughs> uh, because I thought I was changing so much. And I was, but just not as much as I'd hoped. Um, The first two medallions words both had a lot to do with self, with ego, and self-pity. Nowhere in the receiving of them had I thought about a higher power. And I relapsed again. My third medallion showed the big change in my thinking. It wasn't about me. It said T-G-C-H-H-O. Trust God, clean house, Mm -hmm. help others. That's a line from the big book. Mm Mm-hmm. Basically, it's saying, you know, you can't help others if you don't take care of your shit first. You got to clean your side of the street. You got to own your stuff. You got to do things like be willing to make amends. Um, I finally made it to five years, continued clean and sober time. On this medallion, I put why I've gotten this far. 
that of myself, I was nothing. I was powerless. I let go of old ideas and thinking to make way and make room for a power greater. It is through that power I am clean and sober today. I stay sober by no longer following what I think is right, but asking that power what it thinks is right for me. Oh, that gave me chills. I love that, Lisa. So I think that's what I'm going to put. That's beautiful. On my five-year medallion. And with that, I think we should close at this point, and uh, we'll do another one shortly. This has been Two Sober Chicks, and thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, We would love to hear what you think about the show, uh, positive and otherwise. And we would also love to hear any topic suggestions. So please email us at the number two sober chicks at gmail.com. We also are on various forms of social media. We have a huge social media platform, (laughs) Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. What else do we have? Well, we have our email address. I'm on Sober Grid. If you're one of those people on Sober Grid. It's where sober people connect and they post. I share your Instagram like all the fucking time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So lots of people love that. So keep yeah. it up. So we're here for you if you guys need anything. Yeah. If And if you just want to reach out and like um, one of our listeners said, they have trouble reaching out to people. Um, you can reach out to us. We're Absolutely. anonymous. We don't know who you are. So just leave us your social insurance number. And- <laughs> send your check and money order too. Two solid checks. You want to stay sober? Send us five hundred dollars. <laughs> just kidding. That is not how it works no. at all. No. <laughs> we don't represent any institution or organization. It's just us, Julie and Lisa, sitting together, shooting the shit, and hoping that you get a little something out of this to help you carry through your day and get another twenty-four hours of continuous sobriety. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Julie. I'm Lisa. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.